Hello and welcome to the Benjamin Podcast. You're here listening to the Benjamin Podcast with me, Benjamin, and who else? Nobody. Great. It's welcome. Just, it's just Benjamin. Welcome to the Benjamin Podcast. Um, on the Benjamin Podcast this week, we're going to have some people called Benjamin, and we're also going to have some more people called Benjamin. All this coming up on the Benjamin Podcast this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Benjamin Podcast. It's time for our first guest, Benjamin Button. He's a curious case. <laughs> Hello. I'm an old baby. <laughs> I, I, I'm two years old, but I really hate immigrants. Benjamin Button, I see that you're um, you're, you're in the uh, earlier forms of the uh, the plot, aren't you? You still you're quite like an old baby. I'm I'm the oldest baby in the world. See, I think you're very curious here, Benjamin, because you're both. That's young. Not, it's the name of the film. You're you're very young and you're very old at the same time. I know time. it's it's crazy. Who did you vote for in the EU referendum? I voted. I I I'm sounding like an old Jewish man. <laughs> I I I'm, I voted for UKIP because I just. Don't don't want to hear. Don't want to Should be wearing the, wearing the bloody poppies. You had you had leave. You had remain, and then you just wrote in UKIP. Just, that's how anti EU you were. I just wrote a third square. I wrote get send him home. <laughs> Pay our boys footballers wages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed all of the uh, political shorthandery in in the curious case of Benjamin Button. I'm saying that I've never actually seen the film. I remember the part in Benjamin Button when he Benjamin posted on Facebook on sort of really um, unrelated saying, "Where's your poppy?" <laughs> Is oh. there a scene in it? Well, again, I've I've never seen it. It's a bit like where he tries to read a calendar and he's just reading it backwards, and he says a really <laughs> and, and it's just like Benjamin. Not all people age the way you do, and he's like, "Oh gosh, like, you do what you know." <laughs> So I was like, what are you doing next Thursday? He's like, you mean last Thursday? <laughs> it's like, that, that's not how it works. And it's like, oh, that's just how I age. Like, <laughs> he just kind of makes it up as he goes along like the Doctor Who writers. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's topical, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, can't, I can't believe it. it's, it's not the chosen old baby to play uh, <laughs> Doctor Who. No, it's amazing. I'm actually in, for the first time, um, like the, the, the character I looked up to sort of as a kid, like sort of biggest like media um uh, role model, etc. For me, is now someone I could feasibly as a straight man masturbate to, which is the first time. Oh. The first time. <laughs> well, hell, oh, we're, we're right there, aren't we? Straight <laughs> off the bat. Not, not, not even holding back. Set the fucking I had a punchline, but you didn't let me do it because you shot on the top of it. The punchline was going to be it's the first time I can masturbate to someone I look up to since Nick Clegg lost his seat. <laughs> Did you masturbate when Nick Clegg lost his No, I masturbated before that, but I've never done this. I've lost all respect and I mean I've lost all respect from listeners. Now. I think it's um it's been more interesting. I must have when Chris Ruxin got shot by a Dalek. It's been it it's happened. been weirder watching people's reactions to the announcement that the new doctor's gonna be female than it was actually watching the announcement that the doctor's gonna be female. Well, did anyone yeah. watch it live? I didn't watch it live. It did, was just did, like tennis. It was just like three hours of tennis. And there was like one minute of it. Did they do what they did <laughs> it with, came uh, the with, with, with Capaldi, where they had like a whole preview no. show, and at the end they were like, it's time for the new Doctor, and the thing came up. And here she is. <laughs> the world! world! No, they, it's the Time Lord! The way they announced it is they had the Wimbledon final, um, and I was sort of sat in town being pretentious in a coffee shop writing. Mm. Um, Watching Wimbledon. No, yeah. I wasn't. And I sort of opened Twitter to like, because I assume, te- I don't know if anyone's watched tennis, right? But it goes on forever. It's like six hours for them to have a game. No, it's not. Mm. It's, it's shorter than that. It's, it's oh, there, there was that one game at Wimbledon years ago, which went, went on for like two three days. days. Yeah. yeah. 
Like it just it just takes them a while. Like in PE, we used to play tennis like half an hour. No. Like why can't they do that at Wimbledon? They're better than us. They should be able to finish quicker. You should have like, um, a ter- tennis marathon that just goes on for a few days without a break. Yeah. And just like see um, Nadal just like be just, uh, just a withered husk at the end. And Proper, like, like nothing. Ultra tennis. Like yeah. Survival tennis. <laughs> like he's it, it, not, it's not like just working like it's like a human would just uh, just get tired and tired and tired. Like, like the energies of Wimbledon's making his body just keep going. Like he's just um, using up all the, all the energy in his body and he's, he is just a weird withered long skeleton. Not entirely dissimilar from like, you know in Escape from LA where they make him play like death basketball, which is just basketball, but you play... Basketball, tell me. There's better ways to go. I was sat, what's his name, I opened Twitter and just sort of refreshed it and it was like a tweet saying, is this the shortest Wimbledon final ever? And saying like, oh, it's coming to an end. And so I thought, it's going to be finished in the next 20 minutes so I had to get up hurry home because I mean, they're announcing it after Wimbledon after Ooh. the winner of Wimbledon was decided mm. um, and I rushed in and I got in and guess what there's still another hour of tennis for them to play so to sit there and watch like mm. an hour of tennis who was playing it was the final of Wimbledon it who was, was like playing? Roger Federer right and some other bloke was going to lose to Roger Federer obviously because it's Roger Federer was it Rafael Nadal no was it, it was like an Argentine bloke. It wasn't the Argentine bloke. It was the other one. It was like, I don't know. It's one of these tennis players. Like, if he heard his name, we go, oh, he's a tennis player. Oh, right. Um, and right, and they did that. And then Sue Barker started talking about how tough a job the doctors at Wimbledon had. And you got really excited for a moment. And then you went back down. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like some weird hints. Like, what, what tough a time the doctors have? <laughs> you said something that just like, winks. Like, there's not much the doctor could do. It turns out she wasn't dropping hints. She was just, she was just being honest. She, it was just a coincidence. Yeah. She just happened to put emphasis on that word. It's just NHS spending. Man. Yeah, something I can do. Um, so yeah, and then eventually, like they did a trophy presentation, and then there was like an hour of Tim, Hen- Tim Henman talking about tennis. Where he's like, if you thought the tennis was dull, Tim Henman talking about tennis. I actually don't mind tennis. Tennis theory. Tim, yeah. Welcome to <laughs> Tim Henman's tennis theory, which is like a really shit, quickly made Wii game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a C- instruction of CD you get on the front of like a serial. I was, I was thinking it's more. It's like um, a book you uh, you you have to buy for the um, for the first semester of your BA in tennis, <laughs> <laughs> but you never actually use. Yeah, so you used to prop open a door or something. Um, I rushed home as quickly as I could to get to the tennis right, and in the course of it, managed to make my foot bleed because yeah. I had a hole in my sock and it rubbed through against. My oh, Robbie, shoe. did you regenerate like, it? This is it. Yeah, I could have. Uh, I could have like uh, done that, but it was like no. It was actually rubbing it in that someone's getting a whole new body when I'm stuck with this sort of did, bleeding short mess. Did, did you have to fight the the Zargons? I've never really watched Doctor Who. You had to fight the the the, the bleeblobs, yes. and then they appeared, and you were like, oh no. But but you see there, Ben, the Doctor's thing is that he doesn't fight. He's a, he's a peaceful Doctor. He he heals. He makes things better. Yeah. Except for like that one season where he was just like. I kill people now. <laughs> and like, he just wastes an entire group of Daleks. Yeah, he just sneaks up. Yeah, he comes up from ah. the bushes and just like fucking sticks a bowie knife in the throat. <laughs> Never mind, moving on. Um, yeah, so then um, ejected, I then watched the... Like, Robbie, the, do you watch Doctor Who? Uh, was it twice. Um, <laughs> the, I then watched the thing, right, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Like, as I said, really talented actress hired to do it and really interesting sort of um, in as much as I won't go on the, the tirade went off on Twitter about how great it is to see sort of that, that one thing I was saying earlier like the one sort of mo- positive male role model or so in the media growing up is yeah. now the word male is no longer relevant to that and that's fantastic um, and it's sort of instead of taking that one role model away from they've added like thousands of new female ones and I'm not going to talk about this because it's a comedy podcast let's move on uh, should we introduce ourselves yeah probably yeah sure hello I'm 
Benjamin of the Benjamin Show, like like at the start, as the uh, as the callback. Um, I'm Robbie, and I'm also now played by a woman. Uh, I'm James, and this past few weeks, I have been absolutely staggered by how your impressions of people are affected by the shoes that they wear, specifically yeah. the shoes that I'm wearing. Mm. And I've, I've made an intentional point of wearing them today. Yeah. Do you want to let me let me oh, let me get one out? Let me let me let me show ooh. you this shoe. Okay. Oh, it, 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 it looks very lightweight, James. For the it, listener, James is wearing a black Nike shoe with a white bottom that yeah. is slightly muddied. No, it's yeah, it is a yeah. bit muddied. It's it's. I've had it for a few weeks now. You'll notice the bottom as well has become a yeah. bit warm, creamy. Uh, yeah, it's um, basically. I needed some new shoes for work because okay. okay. the shoes that I had before were just a pair of black pumps, and when I'm on my feet for like 13, 14 hours a day behind a bar. You, they, they kind of hurt and yeah. the, the shoes start to fall apart so I thought I'll get a pair that's work appropriate these were that are relatively lightweight these were that have good like support for your feet mm. these have great support for your feet mm. um, and I've been wearing them around and I've just been absolutely staggered by some of the comments that I've had from them. Um, a friend of mine called from a- the shoes, just specifically about the shoes. What were the shoes saying to you? Not 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 what the shoes were saying to me, but what oh, people okay. were saying about the shoes. Yeah, like um, it's been interesting because the, the first day I got them, I brought them out. A friend of mine, Amy, said to me, "Don't take this the wrong way, James, but you're wearing dickhead shoes." <laughs> hey, and- yeah. hey! Before you judge someone, you should. Work a bar shift in their shoes, and um, they, they, those shoes look quite comfy and lightweight. Actually, they're really yeah, comfy. Yeah. I, I totally recommend getting a pair. They're so mm. comfortable. I realised it didn't even sound like the phrase if I took out the words "walk a mile in," so like, no one recognised that I was doing an idiot. I recognised it. it, was, it was I, just, I just ignored it. So kind of very, very sorry. Proud of you. No, that's what you best though. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, um, I, I also had, which is something that never normally happens. I had, um, a group of lads. Well, they were not the entire, the entire group weren't like, whoa, but one of them was just like, nice shoes. <laughs> what mate, are those? In, in, in the street to me. Like, yeah. like he, he complimented my shoes. And I was like, that's weird. Cause like, it, it's really, really strange. Cause they're not the sort of shoes that I would typically wear mm. or that you would perhaps expect someone like me to wear. They're almost quote unquote typically laddie shoes. Mm. And I just think it's very interesting that people's entire perception of a person and how approachable they are can be affected by something as small as shoes. That was a plot of the Adam Sandler film, The Cobbler. Yeah. Was it? Um, a, a, similar, a similar anecdote, um, of, like, I think it happened about a year or so ago. Uh, was was a bar job I used to work at and I'd usually have to cut through a council estate to get there. And I was like wearing, a, I was wearing my Doc Martens and a, a, a bloke with a suspiciously shaved head came up to me and he's like, oh mate, nice, nice docs. And I was like, oh yeah, cheers man. And he's like, pretty much walking alongside me and he's like, I'm sick of these immigrants, aren't you? <laughs> I, I, I was like, I, I, I'm not one of you. Was this during your periods of having like very short No, hair no, I, well? I, it, it, were you it, also it, wearing braces? It, it, it was, it was long after like my hair had grown back after I shaved it. And he, I, I had a, I had a full, uh, luxurious L'Oreal head of hair. And it, it just, it just, on my shoes, like, it's like, he's, he's, he's one of me. <laughs> it's like, he looks at us like, oh, those are good foreigner stomping shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, they're, they're the, the uh, Carpathian leather ones, which are actually very soft. Ah, which is nice. I, yeah. I don't think he, did you think he appreciated this? The... Actually, these are Carpathian leather, my friend. <laughs> I, I, I think you'll find I'll do non, no stomping with these. I'll feel like quite comfortable while walking down the street in them. It's just like, I flashback to, um, when we did One Night Degree and I did mm. my fashion presentation. Yeah. It's really odd where clothing is your first and foremost visual impression of someone. And when you first see someone, it's very hard to escape judging people immediately 
for, uh, based on their appearance. And I think yeah. wrong, right or wrong, as that may be, I'm leaning more towards the fact that it's wrong to judge someone immediately based on appearance. Yeah. It's, it's almost unavoidable. Yeah. Like, no, you, yeah. you give it subconsciously or not. And I think that clothing and fashion is a very big part of that. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it, it's, it is strange. It is really, really surreal. And since wearing these shoes for the past few weeks, I've become much more richly aware of it and it's really fucking you've become a massive lad as well you're always walking yeah, around with your obviously. Uh, you're, you're, you're always at nights out with your, with your blue button down shirts yeah, with all know. friends who are dressed exactly the same I've spent so much money at Nando's yeah mm. top button done up yeah wearing uh, my g- generic um, fucking fragrance that all <laughs> yeah. lads wear which is like what, what's, what's a generic lad fragrance I don't actually Sweat. know any fragrances. So. Diesel. Also, I don't know. Diesel. Diesel, Diesel, Diesel for men. Yeah. Yeah, you walk into a petrol station, you just douse yourself. <laughs> you, 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 you're ready for a night out of disappointing women. <laughs> actually, I do know one. Jupam. And the only Jup- re- not my dad wears Jupam. The only reason I know Jupam is because they used to sponsor The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smell great when you <laughs> smell like an actual corpse. Well, all I'm saying is, in a post-apocalyptic situation, you still got to smell good. Yeah, true. <laughs> Um, so, there's been a lot of shit happening this past few weeks. Specifically, God, there's been a lot of films that have come out. Mm. I had a thing that I wanted to do, like because obviously we haven't been on for a few weeks, we've had stuff's happened, just yeah. by the wayside, whatever. Um, I Jordan, want to open... Jordan died, unfortunately. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Want... It's gone for good this time. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like in a sort of DC comic, it's like, is this the end of Jordan Reynolds? And he'll be on the cover, like one of us is holding him. But like a few issues later, he'll, he'll be back. Yeah. He, won't, he won't this time. This time, he's gone, he's gone dead. for real. He's dead. Cradling he's him dead. Like, like on the cover of Death in the Family. He's, and he's all, yeah. he's all uh, tattered and worn after... Uh, after Who's Jordan's nemesis? Like, after Nigel Re- Farage. Reverse Jordan. <laughs> reverse, no, Nega Jordan. You can't say that. Nega, as in, <laughs> as in negative. <laughs> it's, it's his Mr. Hyde form. Yeah. It's, um, oh, wait, what are you saying, Rob? Oh, yeah, no, so, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so um, divert. I had this joke I wanted to open a podcast on, but the gist was so, baby driver, right? This guy, yeah. he drives around in a car and he listens to music all the time and he thinks he's driving up to the music. What if he synced it up to podcasts instead? Could we do an entire podcast where we synced it up to, where you can sync it up to a heist? Get away driver in a heist. Uh, for for a podcast, you'd just be like, uh, get out, uh, pull, pull, pull the guns out, make sure there's no heroes. <laughs> if it's just talking, it's like, now, and, and he jumps back, back in the car and he drives really fast. I, uh, I mentioned to Robbie earlier today, um, I was walking to work, um, the other week mm. and I heard, like, I was walking there quite early, so it was about, um, God, it must have been about sort of like half eight in the morning, so traffic was obviously at quite a standstill because it's prime mm. rush hour time, everyone's on their way to work. And I heard, through someone's car that was stood in traffic, or, or sorry, parked in traffic, that they were listening to Focus, um, which is Focus? one of the songs. Fo- by Hocus, Focus, 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 oh. Focus, Focus by Focus. Right Hocus, right? Focus by Focus. Yeah. Focus by Hocus, Focus. Which is one of the songs in the Baby Driver soundtrack. It's played during a chase sequence, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I heard it and I was like, oh, that's really cool. It's from the Baby Driver soundtrack. That was, I like that song now because it's, it's on Baby Driver. And then um, I was in the car and was a was a, a tiny child driving it. <laughs> and um, I went a bit further on, and traffic moved, and he caught up with me. And I saw that he was listening to Bell Bottoms, which is like the, the film opens with the driver sat outside a bank waiting for a heist, and there's music playing, and he's like doing a sort of synchronized little number mm-hmm. to it. And the guy was in his car in traffic in Derby, doing the number as best he could remember it. It's amazing though that clearly he is not moving at that speed. 
yeah. <laughs> he's stuck in the traffic jam in Java. He's still listening to the song at a high pace. And I don't think I don't think of the bit with uh, like because obviously when the song's building mm. up just before it all kicks in, there's the bit where Ansel Eagle playing uh, Baby is sat behind the car and he's waiting and he's revving the engine yeah. and they all get in and then he fucking hightails it out of there and there's an amazing police chase. Instead, he was just like moved a couple inches forwards and, on Ashbourne Road. Yeah. And, Alec, and Alec Baldwin did that voiceover role really well, didn't he? As, I still as, haven't as, seen as, Boss as, Baby. It's great. Oh, it's great. I'm being great. The, the joke was going to be that I, I was misinterpreting Baby Driver as Boss Baby and, and, and not drawing attention to it. But like, no. no yeah, we drew, att- we drew attention to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> we drew attention to it. James, do you have a point you want to move on to? Yeah, there are lots of films that are coming out. What else have we had? We've had Spider Man, Boss Baby Spider-Man 2. Homecoming. Boss Baby 2, this time it's puberty. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think that would be? Pubescent Boss. Pubescent. Well, I've not seen Boss Baby. Is is it established in the universe of the Boss Baby that Alec Baldwin's character, is is he like perpetually a baby? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's the boss of the babies. He's in charge of like the baby corporation. Yeah. Um, How old is he? Old, I don't know. He's been been in charge for a couple of years now. and like the, but all the bosses is, for him were babies, and they've been in charge for like twenty, thirty years. Yeah, surely they're like, what? What were they going to do? Like, if if he's like some sort of like immortal, non-changing baby, yeah. Like, if he's been put, if he's been adopted by a real family, like either they're they're okay, gonna, they're, no. I don't wait. I, I want to make, make a point first. Go on. Go like, on. is like, is is he just gonna? We're just gonna be? Is gonna be a baby forever? And we're just gonna, like the thing is gonna have some sort of growth. Uh, thing has got like a growth disorder. And then he'll, he'll like eventually speak, and he'll just, I don't know, he'll just go through his life in the shape of a baby. Or will he have to slink away? And then the, the, so, um, with, with, a, with the parents thinking his like had sudden infant death syndrome. They, okay, you clearly failed GCC biology because they explain uh, exactly where babies come from. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Baby, yeah. Where do they, which where is that? There's a production line in baby, like baby incorporated, um, and they divide all the babies up into sort of normal babies, like they go to families. And then the ones that go into management are the boss babies. And the ones that go into management are the ones that never grow up. Yeah. Um, so they remain babies forever. Of course, forever. traumatic, so yeah. Such as Alec Goldwyn's, yeah. And so there's some that go on to like, work in PR and HR yeah. for the Do you think after being like a baby for 18 years, you've just become really sexually frustrated? <laughs> they're always stuck in that oral stage. Yeah, cause, like, that bit, bit, because, like, because like, they're still, like, they have like an adult mind now. But yeah. still in the form of the baby, so they can't do anything. So, did, 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 hey, and let's see Watkins nearby. Do they do they, do they remain <laughs> babies even though yeah. they're they're aging mentally? Yes, like like an interview for a vampire with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, okay, okay, okay. Exactly. And when the baby talks, when the boss baby speaks, can the adults hear him, or is it one of those things where only other babies can understand him? The kid can hear him. Yeah, the, but the adults can't. The kid who, when he's an adult, is played by Tobey Maguire. Do the parents never question why the baby's always got so many suits? Right, they do. Is that, a, is that, oh, he's cute in his little suit or something like that. Which is, is just, yeah. That thing is just is a cute baby outfit. But there's think. a line at the start where the kid says something like, this might not be how it happened. This is how I certainly how I remember it. Right, okay. In a voiceover okay. played by Tobey Maguire. It's, it's just, a, just a big lie, the whole yeah. thing. So yeah, is that, none of it happened. But the whole thing is sort of about childhood imagination and the way kids see the world differently and so on. And it's great. I really like The Boss Baby. So if Go that, and if, see it on Blu-ray May 27th. Go and see it on HD DVD. If he's flashing back to how he remembers it, does that mean that like at the end of the film you catch up to where the present timeline is and he's uh, serving time in prison for like fraud? Yes. That's exactly how it ends. <laughs> I want to see yeah. a really gritty, visceral boss baby where he's got to adjust to prison life. I want to see a remake of Shawshank, like the Shawshank Muppet Babies. The first time I saw boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> I saw four faces, one man. A brother from the gutter 
They looked me up and down a bit and said to each other I don't like this charge Oh no I love it Oh yes And we go We are go Thunderbirds go Hello my sweet friends How are you doing? I see you. Hello. Hello. That's, you, that's, you, that's the start of the link. Who are you talking to? Uh, the listener. Oh, okay. Um, I just didn't realise we had any. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know this is episode 95 of Overdust Charge? Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone remember what happened 50 episodes ago? What happened? Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're the one with the... With the Wikipedia-like knowledge. <laughs> um, Why is there a verbal discharge wiki yet? I've considered it. Yeah. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, like I've written a number of... Actually, I might have mentioned it before we started recording the podcast. But uh, because we haven't been on for a while, there's a number of things that I began writing, um, number of links I've written and so on, for podcasts. Um, and I've had to abandon because they're topical things or they're things that... I couldn't get to work in time, or things I didn't quite finish, or mostly things I abandoned because they were topical or didn't work. Okay. Um, so I've had to abandon a lot of links, um, which meant I had to try and work something else for this week. And in order to do that, I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and listen to an old podcast for inspiration. I'm going to go back and just see if there's something I can maybe play with, maybe I can toy with. Yeah. Uh, so I went back and listened to episode 45, just on a whim, not realizing it was 50 episodes exactly before this one. Um, and James, you did a bit. I don't know if you remember it. Um, but the idea was there were two, two, two hats. Um, in one of the hats was a list of problems the country is facing, problems the world is facing, and the other hats was a list of random items of random things. So, for example, we had sort of the Syrian um, civil war, and in the other hat we had uh, an old woman covered in honey, and we had to using just the <laughs> items we pulled out of the hat yeah. solve that problem. I heard James did that section, that thing on the podcast on episode forty-five. And I thought, that's good. That's good. I'm inspired by that. What I'm going to do is do the exact same game again. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to update it and take claim it for my own. Um, yeah. So what I've got in front of me is a selection of random problems facing um, the world, facing the, the country. Some of them are things that have come about since um, since we last did the game, what, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Some of them are things that have still been problems but weren't tackled last time. Okay. Um, and then we have another thing, this little folder here, this little collection of random items. And, and with them, I want us to solve these problems. Okay. 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 Does someone go first and pick out a problem for us to try and? Resolve? I think I think you should uh, you should pick the problem, Ben. Uh, is it out the uh, out of the plastic bag? No, out, the, out of the pile. Okay, and I grab this this one. That right, was a very carefully right considered here. problem. It was. Well, and see what the problem is that I can carefully consider. <laughs> Wordplay. Brexit negotiations and getting Britain the best deal. Okay. Um, and do you each want to pull one item out of the bag? Yeah. So can we collaborate and use our items we together? Can collaborate. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it as a team. Come on. It's going to take three of can us to try and get Britain the best deal. Try and deal. open it at the same time. Okay. Right, let's see what... So what two items have we got to try and get Britain the best deal? What you got, then? I've got millennial entitlement. I've got a Netflix subscription. Yeah, okay. Same, yeah, they can work together, can't yeah, they? they? Yeah, yeah, they go hand in hand. So, yeah. all we've got for the Brexit negotiations is David Davis, a Netflix subscription, and Millennial Entitlement. Where, where do we get David Davis from? Oh, he's just he's doing the negotiations with us. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. He's just he's just there, he's much, yeah. much like he is in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess Millennial Entitlement. What you could use there is like 
a house price worth amount of avocados and toast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, yeah, you could send you could send that to to Brussels and say, yeah, how about now? Will they, will they sweeten the deal? <laughs> I think what we we can use the Netflix subscription as well to say, hey, Angela Merkel and John Claude Juckner <laughs> and Macron mm-hmm. and the others. Keep going, yeah. <laughs> It's terrible that's as many as I can name. Um, I can say, why don't you come over to our island and we'll have Netflix and chill. And I've got a Netflix subscription and they'll come over and they'll think that we're just going to watch Netflix and chill. But then halfway through... But you're going to put... You're going to like you pretend to yawn and put your arms around all of them. Like with really, we'll, really we'll, long we'll, we'll, we'll huddle them all in. And uh, let's be honest, Macron will probably make the first move. He's French, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he'll just uh, he'll, he'll he'll reach down and he'll he'll accidentally brush Jean Claude Juncker's you know, uh, genitals. What you should do? Like, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't. We I should didn't put like an that. educational program on so that Macron's turned on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should, okay. You should do what I, I remember having a very lengthy conversation in my first year of university with mm. people about the concept of Netflix and chill, and they were all very insistent that when you're doing a Netflix and chill with the intention of having an intercourse with the person you're Netflix and chilling with, yeah. you put on something that it, that is expressly boring. Yeah. The idea being that people are disinterested in what's on TV. Um, and so you, you've, you've got to find other sexier activities to fill your time. But the problem with this would be that if I'm trying to invite Angela Merkel, Jean-Claude Juckner, President Macron, and all the other EU leaders, I'd be so... I wouldn't want to put on Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men, which Netflix <laughs> keeps inexplicably recommending. Speak to for me. yourself, James. I once had sex with the entirety of Madagascar, <laughs> so you know, and and that's, a, that's an amazing film. That, that, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Did that did that did that give you the horn? Did yeah. It? No. Much I, like the oh shit. No, I thought it was a rhino. It was a hippo in that. Film. No, no. I, I just, just want to fuck the David Schwimmer giraffe. <laughs> 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 and really neat so does John Goldjumner yeah he does so so. My, 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 my concern is that I'd, I'd be so desperate to find something good and watchable mm. that I wouldn't be able to find anything boring enough to uh, to engage uh, in sexual intercourse with all the EU leaders yeah mm. um, I mean we just have to rely on something um Something else to, to, to get. I, I've I've got an idea of like using millennial entitlement for the Brexit negotiations. Okay, yeah. Would it be the idea of taking part, just taking part in the Brexit negotiations and getting a uh, getting a medal, like a lot of <laughs> like a lot of uh, older people seem to think mm. people want? So here's here's what we can do. Yeah. What we do is we don't have to pay our um, millennial Brexit negotiating team. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll bring them onto the project. Yeah. On unpaid internships, yeah. yeah. And Pay what we'll do is, yeah. we'll 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 take all the money that we'll save through that basically slave labour, mm. and we'll buy a shit ton of Netflix subscriptions, and we'll say to all the EU leaders, if you give us good <laughs> trade deals, we'll give you a sweet sweet Netflix subscription. What, what, if, what if they already have it? Are we going to buy Hulu? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's nowhere near. Yeah, we'd have to up our game. Amazon Prime, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe even Now TV. If Disney Life. Yeah, let's give them Disney. No one actually owns Disney, Disney Life. You know what? sort of thinks, what's in, what? What's in Disney Life? They've got like the Pixar back catalogue uh, in there. Or that might be worth it. If we really wanted some of that top shelf shit, we could get them HBO Go. Yeah, but that's you know we're not we're not made of money. Not we're, 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 we're not the sixth percent. richest what, what, uh, what about, in the world. What about Sky <laughs> TV? Like when I was uh, like when I was by um, signing up for Sky Broadband the other week, and then the, I, I kept saying I didn't really want Sky TV because uh, I could just you know just watch it all and stream it anyway. Yeah. And uh, he, he just didn't take no for an answer, and I had said no over ten times. 
I, I, I was like, no, I, I don't want Sky TV. He's like, are you, are you sure? I, I, said, I mean, I wouldn't turn this down. It's like, I, I don't want Sky TV. A bit like Merkel when she's going to be sat next to Macron watching those education shows. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't uh, want Sky because we're watching Netflix. Yeah. Macron's saying no ten times. He's going yeah. to start just accidentally. He's just going to, slowly but surely, he's going to creep his hand closer and closer to her inner thigh. And he's just going to start gently rubbing it. And then Merkel's going to look at him with lust in her big, sexy German eyes. And then in our Brexit negotiating boardroom, where we're all watching Netflix, it'll start a giant Netflix orgy, and all the EU leaders will start start fucking, and that's how we're going to get the best deal for Britain, Theresa. We yeah. solved that one. Okay, should we, there we pick go. the next problem? Job done. Yeah. Job done. Do you okay. want to pull one out? Go on, I'll pull a problem out. I'm going to go for. I'm feeling this one. Okay. This feels like a good one. Your mum probably pulled a problem out when you were fucking born, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this problem is NHS funding. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is a problem. Okay, should we get the solutions? Yeah, yeah shall we? Okay, I've got one. Okay. Right, Ben. What how are we gonna solve what have we got to solve NHS funding? Craven the Hunter from Spider Man. <laughs> I love Craven the Hunter, it's great. <laughs> and I've got a compulsion to play tennis. <laughs> okay. So we've got Craven Hunter and a compulsion to play tennis. Um, and right. we've got sort of NHS funding. Let's... The thing is, we could cause a lot of injuries with this. If you're yeah. Craven Hunter playing tennis. Yeah. So right. Craven Hunter being a, a, a big muscular Russian man with a moustache and yeah. also a fur cat and he just goes around just basically uh, hunting people. Does he does he like hunt them like trophy kill them or? Uh, I think he does. I remember him being in the Spider Man cartoon, but I don't exactly remember him much. Those in that, oh, I'm going to get to a Spider Man. I will hunt you like 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 hunters often hunt spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a big. So basically, we've got a big surly Russian hunter. Yeah. Is he animated or is he live action? Is is is, is he a real life? Uh, is, is he a yeah. real life Craven Hunter or is he like, it's just like a cartoon it's, in the real world? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like, like, like every fucking, every real, real who framed Roger Rabbit. Every, every adapted film in the early 2000s. I should have gone for who framed Roger Rabbit. I named it said like the most lowbrow version possible. Yeah. Yogi Bear signed TJ Miller. Okay. <laughs> right. So we've, we've got, um, we've got a big Russian man and yeah. a compulsion to play tennis. Mm. And with these NHS two, we've funding. got to solve NHS funding. Robbie, do you want to pick one out as okay. well? Because we, okay. come on, let's, let's mix it up. Let, let's, yeah. What? So we've then got a gorilla with an active Ooh. and clean driving license. Oh, this, this will play to Craven the Hunter. Like maybe, yeah. maybe people rather than what, uh, paying to watch tennis because it's fucking boring, <laughs> they can watch Craven the Hunter chase after a, uh, a gorilla who will just like constantly, because it's, it's a very clever gorilla because okay. he's got a clean, oh, to be honest, what gorilla doesn't have a clean driving license? Because I can't <laughs> imagine many gorillas you know, yeah, drink driving. Yeah. <laughs> when you say a clean driving license, is it is it Provi- just, is it just is it like band two? So he's yeah, only got provisional. he's only got cars. <laughs> active and clean. So is, has he got right? Important, important question. Yeah. Has he got an HGV license? Yes. He just got the provisional when he's eighteen or when he was sixteen, so he could buy scratch cards. <laughs> so he's got an HGV license, which mm. is good. That 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 gives us a good ability to haul around big muscular Russian men. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we've got a gorilla. The gorilla can drive. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that a compulsion to play tennis, because it's a concept. Mm. 
I'm assuming it's a little bit like a power-up in a video game. Yeah. Where it's an actual physical thing, but if you touch it, you suddenly overcome with the urge to play yeah. tennis. So Could it, we try it, and like bottle it up and make it contagious? Yeah. We could, could we force the country? Yeah. Okay, yeah. create a tennis epidemic <laughs> disease. where everyone in the country, we get this gorilla in his van to drive so like, around spraying cra- tennis cra- everywhere. Craven the Hunter being a, a comic book villain, like, that would be like, yeah, that would be like a motivation of like, yeah. like you've threatened to like, Shoot like a gas into the air yeah. that like causes people to. He be... must have contacts. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can help him design that. He then gets the gorilla to drive around the entire country, like the Google Maps van that went around. He must have contacts because his glasses wouldn't stay on while it's hunting. <laughs> so <laughs> once once everyone in the country is playing tennis, yeah. how, do, how do we then transfer tennis that? Tennis elbow. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone oh, ah. injured playing tennis. But James would right. never get anything done. Wait, but how's that going to help so, the NHS? Okay, so suddenly everyone in the country is injured. Yeah. Suddenly, we need the NHS more than ever. Yeah. Suddenly, when all the Tories' grandkids, suddenly when they're all injured, they can't afford to go into the private bloody healthcare place because yeah. the doctor's off playing tennis. <laughs> yeah. So, they need to put loads of money into the NHS in order to... Then what, so what's, what's, what's so, the so, so your solution to NHS funding yeah. uh, or an NHS shortage of funding is to injure everyone in the country's elbows <laughs> until the NHS is overwhelmed. By getting a gorilla to drive round. What's and the <laughs> government has no choice but to, but to fund it yes. properly. Yeah. We also cure that whole um, fitness epidemic as well. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. yeah. Everyone's going to have great uh, cardiovascular systems yeah. with terrible yeah. elbows. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, have, we'll have like an entire nation of uh, cross-country runners. <laughs> Do you think we solve that? Yeah. Yeah, and we can use Craven the Hunter to track down and kill Jeremy Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. App name as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy the Hunter. Jeremy the Hunter. It's funny because <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what his name sounds like. Right, okay. That's... Well, that's. I think that's another problem solved, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, job, so, who wants to pick a problem? Uh, Robbie hasn't picked a problem. Right, okay. Robbie, do you, okay. want, do you want to pick a Let's problem? Let's go with this one. Okay. Climate change. Oh, that's a big one. Ooh, that's ooh. a big one. Ooh. I like how you, you hot topic. Give, given that you're a, that's funny because global warming. Yeah. yeah. What, what we got to solve climate change? What have we got to solve climate change? Okay, what I've got is the best book you studied in school. What was that? Um, I don't. I I kind of enjoyed of mice and men just because it was like in GHSE. Yeah. I at that point I realised you could just basically make anything up as long as you back it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I is really it, like Curious into the Dog in the Nighttime. They really did for two lessons. See, I didn't study that. We did it for two lessons. It wasn't like a long thing, but I read it on my own and really liked that book. I did To Kill a Mockingbird, mm. um, which kind of great, like it really grated me at first because people that were in other classes got to do Lord of the Flies, which I had read quite shortly prior to people in other classes getting that book, and I really loved it. Mm. So it really grated me that I wasn't studying. I did To Kill a Mockingbird, though, which I read and loved. Mm. So. Gatsby as well? Yeah, you, you, oh, never mind. What? I, was, I, was get, I was getting mixed up with Catching Orion. I was going to make it. Oh, you would love it when you're a fucking teenager. When I was like, oh no, it's a different book. Never mind. You would love it, James, because you're from a small town with a history of racism. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. There was a, um, uh, a poll conducted a few years ago, but I can't remember which newspaper, that identified the whitest places in Britain, the places with the least ethnic minorities. Sure, Macclesfield. Number two, the second whitest place in Britain. Sure, the whitest one? place is that the Outer Hebrides where it snows in Scotland. Good, James, what, what have you got to resolve the problem? I have a surgeon who specialises in hip replacements. 
Okay. So, so uh, is the best book you studied at school? Is that just like the the, the book the person who, who pulled this out happened to be? So this is stuck as of mice and men now. Okay. Yeah. So we've got of mice and men. A copy of of mice and men. A surgeon who specialises in hip replacement. We've got to solve climate change. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but Robbie hasn't got a solution. Okay, should I pull something as well? Yeah, 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 yeah go yeah. on. Let's, let's, let's mix it up. Let's have a trifecta. Yeah. Okay. I've got an autistic goat, which is a callback to the last hey! time we did this. Yeah. So, so we, we have, of my cement, an autistic goat, and... A surgeon who specialises in hip replacements. Okay, this is our superhero team. <laughs> right. So what, um, what physical condition is the goat in? Um, how, well, are, like, how are his I hips? He needs a hip replacement. Um, it depends how autistic it is. I don't know what it's been up to. Yeah, um, could, could be could be really high functioning, and he's like he's, he's a particularly good scientist. This but... was it. This is what we said last time. Yeah, that we had the the goat go and cure like Alzheimer's or something. Yeah. So let, let's say for, let's well, he's say he's just not very good at connecting with people. Alternatively, we don't necessarily have to spend the surgeon who specialises in hip replacements on the goat. Mm. If it's got one bad hip or a bum hip. We could also we could also just prop its fucked up leg up with a copy of Can I uh, draw in so into the equation? And uh, when I was in year oh shit, what's was, was the last year of GCSE? Year eleven. Year eleven. When I was in year eleven, uh, my my teacher was a man called Mister Ripamonte. And, uh, Mr. He, what? Mr. Ripamonte. Ripamonte. Despite being white as fuck, his name was Ripamonte. Ripamonte. But um, he he was a very very decrepit skeletal old man, and every time he'd uh, he'd find a slur uh, in a, in the book when he'd be reading it aloud to the class, uh, be it the word bitch or the n bomb, he'd always look up at the, uh, up at the class and say it. <laughs> he would always look up at the class and say Just it. Just to gauge your reaction. Yeah. So I I feel like known. Uh, part and parcel with the, the best book we studied in school, uh, it could be Mr. Monty coming into the equation. Uh, he, he could start it by, by, I don't know, um, like making, just making various officials uncomfortable by saying slurs right to the face. <laughs> or, or, what, okay. what, what, what we could do is the equivalent of like, let's take the most sort of classically known example of where, where, where people, I think, develop much of their understanding of climate change. Which is in the film an inconvenient truth. Yeah. What we do is we have Mr. Ripamonte narrate the entire thing. Yeah. And whenever he, um, it, when, it when, like, when, well, whenever you get, whenever you get to a bombshell moment, he's doing the narration. We cut away from our stock footage of like um, the sea levels rising, and Mr. Ripamonte <laughs> looks up directly into the camera and says, "The ice caps are shrinking." <laughs> And then, and, and, and what what we do is we've got to make sure he's an old he's an old um, man. Yeah. So yeah. he's probably getting on. Yeah. We, you know. And how? I, we, I, I'm, what, what, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's dead now. <laughs> I'm oh. I, I'm fairly certain he's no longer alive. So if, if if he is, he's like some sort of weird husk. So we get the autistic goat to cure death. Yeah. And then we get Mr. Ripamonte back. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a very overarching understanding of autism that just, oh he's autistic so he can cure death he's yeah, fucking he's fucking omniscient yeah. he's like oh he's, he's got autism this goat so he's definitely got the powers or, of a god like death hit replacement same thing same yeah, thing. yeah yeah I suppose so I suppose so I was going to say what, what, what we can do because um, by the time that um, we get to a point when uh, climate change is really starting to take effect and the mm. entire world's getting together and going oh shit We'll yeah. get Mr. Ripper Monty, yeah. who's been brought back to life by the autistic goat's incredible superpowers. Yeah. And by that point, he's been dead for a bit. Yeah. He's pretty withered. Yeah. We can say. I, I mean, it, it was pretty withered when I was in like year, year, year 11. So, exactly. like. Exactly. And, and that's been what? Exactly. More, um, 
eight years, so maybe. We'll, so we'll, he, so we'll, he, he wouldn't we'll, have survived that. So we'll say to him, look, we're producing a film about climate change where we need you to look into directly into the camera and say things like, there's holes in the ozone layer and they're getting bigger. <laughs> and Is that we'll, fucking Johnny Vegas? <laughs> Monkey! <laughs> when he calls monkey the n-word oh my god um, so what we'll do is we'll say we've got to do some narration he'll say well I want payment for that I'm not doing it for free I'm a, I'm a post-deceased old man <laughs> yeah how are you going to pay me we'll say well we've got a friend who's a surgeon <laughs> yeah. and we'll hook there's, you up there's one catch <laughs> we'll, we'll hook you up with a sweet sweet new set of hips yeah if you narrate this film for us and his delivery and the, the power that is seen in his fucking soul when he stares directly into that lens will yeah. be so moving, mm. so emotional, so visceral and powerful that people will have no choice but to act on the COP21 Paris Agreement. But yeah. the question is, how do we get the film seen? How do people recognise the film? So what we do is we get the artistic go to start his own YouTube channel where he, <laughs> where he reviews films. And he's the like. It, no, it, for, it has to start off like film. some like let's plays at first to uh, yeah. sort of like just just like slowly drive up the. Um... Uh, hi everyone. This is <laughs> this is Autistic Code ninety nine. Today I've got a video for you. We're doing a, a video review of Logan, starring Hugh Jackman. Uh, this one was pretty good. It was it wasn't as good as uh, X Men Part Two, I didn't think, but it, it hit on some <laughs> of the, some good themes. Uh, it was very good. Also, climate change is shit. <laughs> And, uh, and people hear that, and we'll, we'll get, we'll captivate like, that YouTube like, audience. Like, comment, and subscribe. We get him to review the film, starring Mr. Rigamonte. Yeah. Which he's in the film because of the, um, because of the hip replacement. Yeah. And surgeon. People get him to see the film because of the autistic goat, because it becomes like this viral sensation after that. It really takes off. People suddenly take climate change seriously, which they haven't been doing up until now. Yeah, yeah, I think this entire plan is putting a lot on, it's a lot of pressure on this autistic goat. To not only create a viral sensation string of videos, mm. but to also find a cure for death. <laughs> you just have to cure that's death. a lot. Of, that's a lot of pressure for for a goat with autism. Uh, we can deal with it. It's okay, it. so can. it's it's like. Um, it's, you know, actually, if you're the guy that's cured death, people will watch your YouTube videos. It's almost like you know Christ on the cross. Like you know, he he, he sacrificed himself to save us all. Similarly, this autistic goat is going to have to undergo a lot of very. Uh, very tense circumstances in order to uh, in order to save the world. I like Very- what you've done here is compared Jesus to a YouTuber because if he was around today, what would he be doing? <laughs> is, is that some sort of like, like, hey, well, a, like some, 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 some like acoustic some acoustic Christian rock song like <laughs> Jesus was a Minecraft Let's Player? Uh, hi everyone, this is Christ the Redeemer forty four. Uh, just remember to like, comment, and subscribe. I've got a video cover here for you today. Uh, if you like it, don't forget to hit follow on my Instagram. And there's also a link to my Patreon. Here we go. It's called I Am Christ the Redeemer. At the moment, I've only got 12 followers on my Patreon. Oh, it took me a second. It took me a second. It tells people to uh, to subscribe right at the start of the video because he says there's going to be some really funny outtakes at the end. <laughs> so, I'd say that's another problem. We solved, solved. Yeah, yeah, we, we solved that. We solved it. How many more of these do you want to do? do you there's wanna... three more. Do we want to leave it there? Do we uh, I think one? we should do one more. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do another one. Okay. Let's yeah. do another one. So, who... I think, Ben, have we come full circle? Do you want to pick Yeah. Yeah, What's the last problem we're facing, Ben? The last problem we're facing is the endangered species. Uh, Robbie spot species wrong, I'm afraid. Oh. It's very spotted like Pisces. <laughs> the I'm, endangered I'm Pisces is what uh, we're stopping. The endangered species status of the orangutan. 
Also, it's off, you, you add it, you need to hyphenate orangutan. You Robbie. do, you do, you do, I checked. Really? It's very orangutan, but not species. <laughs> okay, so we've, so, got, so, we've, so we've got to help the endangered orangutans. Yeah, yes. so we've got to remove the orangutans from the endangered species list. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give these a shuffle, because they've all been yeah. jostled around. I'm going to go for, I'm going to pick this one up. Okay, I'll uh, go for this one hiding at the back there. So, oh, this is going to be helpful. This is actually, this. all the other ones are picked up and I've thought, I don't know how we're going to do this. This one's genuinely helpful. Um, we have a very talented lawyer. A very okay. talented lawyer? A very talented lawyer to help us. I've got enough copies of Batman Begins on Blu-ray to build the force. <laughs> <laughs> and the best of Billy Joel on cassette tape. Oh, shit, this see, is fucking see, easy. See, like, what, is it just for one copy? Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Okay. I was going to say, like, just, just like use that cassette to build a really ever so slightly bigger fort to, ha- to house your orangutans. <laughs> right, I'm all, <laughs> but it's like o- only bigger by one cassette tape. All of them live in cassette in just houses made out of like physical media. Yeah. So wait, how, how big is the fort? Like, Robbie, you wrote this. Is is it like a sort of kids like, um, like a, a kids like pillow fort or something? So it's like really small, or is it like Fort Knox? I was thinking like reasonably sized. Yeah, somewhere in between. So not 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 like Fort Knox, but like say um, like the Yorkshire Fortress. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Let's with, go with that. Which I think is its name. Yeah. I just I know there's a fortress in Yorkshire, and I as a child walked along the uh, the, the the sides of it, and it was a really impressive. You were fortress. like, oh, this fortress is big. As <laughs> <laughs> James voice to child. I bet when he got he got beaten by his dad until the Macclesfield accent came into him. No, son, you won't have a Cockney <laughs> you accent. You sounded like a chimney sweep at first. <laughs> um, right, so we've got, we're going to solve, um, we're going to get orangutans off the endangered species list. We've got a very talented lawyer. We've got enough um, copies of Batman Begins on Blu-ray to build the Yorkshire Fortress. And we've got the best of Billy Joel on cassette. Yeah. See, see, like we, we've like with this, we've already beaten everything is terrible. Like because like the ones who were trying to build a pyramid out in the desert made out of. VHS tapes of Jerry Maguire. <laughs> like we've we've already got enough Batman and Blu-ray yeah. to create a fort, and that's even more because Blu-ray uh, boxes being considerably thinner than yeah. Yeah. VHS tapes. Yeah. Okay. So this has taken a while to accumulate these. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming we'd use a lawyer to uh, to negotiate, like to, to to build this this like fortress and keep it there without mm-hmm. it being like being some sort of land dispute. Well, this is um, this is I I think there's potentially something better we can do here. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget that this lawyer is a very, very talented lawyer. Okay. So what we're going to do, right, is we're going to construct in the middle of gritty downtown Derby, <laughs> we're going to build a uh, giant fort out of copies of Batman Begins on Blu-ray. Okay. What we're then going to do is we're going to use our very talented lawyer to sue Derby City Council claiming that it's a health hazard to residents. He's very talented, so we'll inevitably win the case. So we've won the case. We've spent all of our all of our. Wait, uh, are, are, are we like making a case about against the uh, the Batman exactly, Blu-ray exactly. that we've made? It's a it's a it's a, <laughs> it's a Frank Underwood esque underhanded like we've like created us like some sort of false flag. We've we, we've created we've created a thing, yeah. and we've then sued the city for not cleaning it up quickly enough, claiming it's a health hazard. 
So we've got a shit ton of money. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's like the people who just basically cause a mess and just be like, oh, the, uh, the, the cleaners will clean this up. It's their job after all. Basically, it's, it's, it's yeah. that sort of person on, on a foot-sized amount of Blu-ray scale. Look, ben, <laughs> when these orangutans are at stake, I don't think, I, I don't think we can go far enough. <laughs> I, I, I think anything's the limit. Right, so we've, we've got all this money. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. do we do with it? How, what's, the, what's the next step? Well, we, we, um, I, I don't. We need to get the Billy Joel. Uh, so we've got lots cassette. of money and a copy of the best of Billy Joel and cassette. So, so and I, 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 a very talented lawyer still at yes. our services. So at, at this point, is the, is is all the Blu-rays like gone now? Like it's been cleaned away and put into the landfill somewhere. Okay, could we using that money kick off like some sort of media storm? Um, about what is an orangutan anyway? And we then get the change lawyer, the definition of orangutan, exactly. so it's no longer and we change the definition of an orangutan so that all primates, including humans, are now orangutans, meaning they're no longer an endangered species because there's now loads of them. <laughs> so your your solution to this is to make all humans, in, as far as paper work is concerned, <laughs> as far as the legal standpoint is concerned, to turn all primates into orangutans. Yes. Consequently, meaning that orangutans cannot be endangered. Exactly. So what, bit, how are like we using the Billy Joel tape? The Conservative government changed the definition of poverty. Yeah, yeah, so that's, the, that's what I was getting yeah, at in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. So they changed the definition of poverty, so no one's in poverty anymore. Uh, the best of Billy Joel, well, uh, is a well-known fact that all monkeys love Billy Joel. So we yeah. just play the tape and they follow the sounds of Uptown Girl into court and then they agree to sign the paper. Well, he's a very talented singer. He just lures them in. Yeah. Like, like the fucking... Like... Every orangutan just like slow, slow, <laughs> broad doing harmonies to up. <laughs> but it's a big load of orangutans. <laughs> but, but it's the last run of the Apes film. But it's just that, it's like it's a like fucking after, Pied after, Piper. After the credits, like, there's a big line of them walking into the cow's house going, oh, 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 she's been living And then the camera slowly like zooms out and there's like a big line going on forever. And it's just like, you can still hear the music and it shows you the earth. And there's so many orangutans. And it says the end question mark. <laughs> as well, like we can use the countdowns as some sort of orangutan dating service. Yeah. <laughs> so they can be hot single orangutans in their area. Orangutans, are yeah. Funny. But now that you've changed the definition, people will just start fucking all the orangutans because oh, if, yeah. if everyone's an orangutan. That being said, though, if we do that, if all the people start fucking the orangutans, we'll get some hybrid babies, and eventually we'll start crossbreeding. If everybody's orangutan, nobody is. It's that fucking syndrome from The Incredibles. The Incredibles, but as a sexy cross-species... Uh... Speaking speak of sexy orangutans... <laughs> um, That's how any good sentence begins. Do you, do you ever hear that story about... Was it that... Um, sexy uh, was it, was, it, was, it, was it in Borneo or something like that? Someone that shaved an orangutan and was basically selling it around for like mm. as a prostitute. As a shaved it. orangutan, yeah, and was photos of this, this, poor orangu- this poor shaved orangutan that people had just been having sex with. That's how we solve it. <laughs> what a we sad send her into yeah. the We pour out all the orangutans. <laughs> yeah. So, but one, like, instead of stopping it whatsoever, why don't we do it on all the orangutans? Have Billy Joel's in mood music. <laughs> I want, I want that. If, if anyone's walking away with a particular mental image from this podcast, I want you to walk away with the image of a shaved orangutan getting fucked. 
two uptown girl. Oh. <laughs> uptown girl! And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. That's a scene in Life of Pi as well. We're now going to have to pick out new things to solve the problem of eight prostitution rooms. <laughs> well, but that's not, the pro- that's, not, that's not our problem anymore. So our, oh. our problem was was like whether or not um, orangutans are going to be extinct. Yeah. But like, they're not going to be anymore because there's so, such a high demand for them. <laughs> but now we've... So we, we've saved them by whoring them out. Yeah. It's like it's like whenever um, Bill Gates you launches be saved. one of his... Why don't you save yourselves? It's like when Bill Gates launches his third world initiative and he's got the idea of like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to create a business... Fuck all the orangutans. We're going to create a business ethic that we don't necessarily agree with but a byproduct of that business itself will save the culture in which we're putting it into like when he um, made those water machines that companies could buy for Africa that convert shit into clean drinking water and he basically did it for profit but incentivized businesses to actually put money into it because they could turn a profit from it, mm. but everyone would be facilitated with clean drinking water. I think that's what we've done. We've hauled out the yeah. orangutans, but we've saved the species. And that that is what we were aiming for. That is it, what it, I wanted today. It's a bittersweet ending, I admit. Yeah. But I, I do much prefer the the image of like a, a big a big line of orangutans walking into a walking into court. Oh, harmonise that was like with a perfect Billy Joel voice. <laughs> So, so imagine just like very slowly moving in time going oh, 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 oh. and up at the front we've got a very talented lawyer just hanging out paperwork and just, just like yeah sign here sign here he's sick of that song he's <laughs> hearing on a loop yeah he's but he's, say, yeah, he's, he's, he's a very he's, talented lawyer so he's, some he's sort not going to let it get yeah. to creating him. some sort of orangutan Billy Joel dystopia episode, episode title yeah. yeah that's that right there If you want to see dick pics of the Verbal Discharge Boys, then don't forget to find us on Twitter, at Verb Dis Radio. From a downtown man, he's chopping, chopping, and I don't stay away. I'll be going. And when she goes, it's the only part of a song James knows. <laughs> and we say the name of the podcast, which happens to be. Verbal discharge. That's that makes me want to fuck an orangutan. <laughs> so I was watching some TV. <laughs> can, can we keep that in the recording just like on a broken spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching some TV um, before because, you know, do you remember like back before Netflix when you used to watch TV and you just limited what was on the TV at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I spotted on one of the like obscure channels. You know when you scroll sort of past like UK TV Gold and Sky One? Mm. Yeah. And you get into like past E4 even. Oh, oh you're, you in the, into... you're in the nether regions there. Yeah. That's where you find all like the religious channels and like... Songs. No, but those, there's a space yeah. between like the religious channels and the music channels and all the special channels. 
in which is the general entertainment channels that no one ever watches. Like Bravo 2. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just general vague entertainment. Like um, weird subsidiaries of ITV that people forgotten existed. It's like yeah. colours and shapes spinning around. Like, <laughs> this is general entertainment. <laughs> it, it's like generally Abstract pretty insane. It's like, you, you might not be having fun, but you'll be very, vaguely stimulated if you watched it. <laughs> or like really weird, like independently financed and run TV stations like Birmingham TV. <laughs> Um, so on one of these channels I noticed a programme and I was scrolling through and I was sort of glancing at the descriptions and I, one of them I had to go back up to and I went hold on hold on and I made a note of the description of this programme and it was the programme's called Daisy and Pasco I think we can already work Dale out and, Dale and Pasco I think it's pronounced Is Dale it? Yeah. are you actually aware of this programme I, I, have, like I, have, I think, I think programme. my parents used to watch it really yeah this was like a modern programme yeah, no, yeah, they've, they've remade it they're making it get weather um, so Dale and Pasco. Dale it's not like Dale, also like Dale and Pasco. I think it's it's like Dal with a Z, yeah. Yeah. Um, now the description of the program was, and I wear there may be people listening who are big fans of the show, but the description of the program was Britain's favorite crime busters who haven't got time for political correctness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, God, that hypes me up. There's a starting. Yes, point. that's what I want to listen to. I. I, I I I hate it when other people are upset. <laughs> I'm sick of this PC culture gone mad. I want to be able to walk down the street in blackface and have no one say a word. This is now. This is what it got me thinking. Um, and on this week's episode, the episode where I tuned in, I watched like a minute of it, and it just I couldn't. Oh what what um, were they doing? But the the synopsis of the episode was this week: tigers at a private zoo are being fed on a very strange diet. Oh, is what, it? what is that? And ethnic minorities. <laughs> and Dale and Pascal say, I don't care. But I thought... About time! <laughs> I'm Dale and this is Pasco and we hate brown people. <laughs> this is exactly what I was thinking though. I thought, um, isn't it convenient that we happen to all know the script and know exactly what's going to happen in the episode? Yeah. Right now. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we, we have... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we have a clip as well. Yeah, we have this clip. Should we play some of the clip? Yeah, this episode a... of the Pascoe. Yeah, okay, let's start it. Day Alan the show. Oh, <laughs> sorry. So I've had a long afternoon being busy trying to smoke in pubs. Keep kicking me out. Do you know what, Pasco? We're going to need somewhere else to go. My name's Pasco, and I'm sick of this PC. People, I know you. I know your name's Pasco. Coming, coming into my country and telling me I can't smoke in pubs. It's, it's. We need somewhere else to go. Somewhere you can smoke around families because I've got my kids with me. Where, where is that place? Where can we go, Dale? Where can we go where we can smoke in pubs and around families and in kids' faces? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh. Uh, let's let let's go. Let's go. Let's do an on the spot episode where we'll go to an area where people don't care about the rules and people do what they want and they smoke in pubs and blow it in kids' faces. That's right, Dale. Let's go to Glasgow. <laughs> um, well, I'm in Glasgow. I need to take my baby kids somewhere anyway. They need to my suspiciously black kids. Like I need to take them somewhere. Should we like send them to the zoo? Let's send them to the zoo with all the other chimps. Uh, let's head down down to the zoo. Okay, uh, can we have two tickets to the zoo, please? The Glasgow Zoo. This, this, this is a pub. This isn't this. Stick to this bloody PC culture. Everywhere you go, there. Oh, this isn't a zoo. This is a pub. Like you can't masturbate in here. It's all a nursing right, home. All right, right lads. Same again. Two pints of car in, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Cheers, just... Barry. I'll see you next week. <laughs> we got oh, to find this blaze. Who? Well, I'm glad we. Oh, shit, let's take a moment, Dale. Let's sit down in the pub and have our pints of Carlin. Oh, do you know what? This this, this is a bloody refreshing pint of Carlin. Do you know what? I'd make this perfect. If there were no brown people, and also if I was having a cigarette, I'm gonna I'm gonna light one now and hope for the best. I yes, I uh, uh, I I quite can I bomb one off you, mate. Here you go, Dale. Here's a ciggy. Here's oh, a roll up I've made for you. Hello, hello, Pasco. I'm the cigarette. I'm <laughs> speaking the, to you. What the what the father? <laughs> what's in this, Carlin? I I ain't seen this since I was doing dare in year six. Because the show's ratings have been dropping, they've introduced a talking cigarette character. He's CG'd in. Oh, Dale, can you <laughs> see this? Is this... Only, only Pasco can see me. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Pasco. There's a... No, I'm Pasco. Fucking hell, Dale. Dale, can you see this animated talking cigarette? He's two-dimensional, like Justin Who Framed Roger Rabbit. All right, that's what I was saying, though, lads. We need to send him home. What? So I, well, I, I, I've just come to tell you that all that you keep is right. I'm, 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 I'm taking the Jordan roll this episode. Oh, thank you, talking cigarette. Do you let me smoke you now? Well, that's what I'm here for. You voiced your opinions on on uh, on Brexit, and now it's time for me you to get smoked. At, at first, you you would have thought I was going to tell you the error of your error of your ways, but no. <laughs> send, send, send them home well thank you Cigarette for reinforcing my views my name's Pasco and you're watching Dale and Pasco Dale and Pasco the show oh well that was a nice adventure in the pub where do you want to go now Dale I still haven't been to the zoo Jesus Dale you're looking a bit peaky you alright just uh, it's been an afternoon. Uh, How many afternoon. pints of Carlin have you had? I've lost count. Like, two. You're the <laughs> fucking lightweight, Dale. That's <laughs> uh, what it is. You're, you're here. You're, you're, you've had two pints of Carlin and you're, you're trolleyed. I'm here. I've, well, I, I woke up this morning. Do you know what I had? I had four pints of Carlin for breakfast. You and keep forgetting. And I've smoked an animated cigarette. What have you been trailing behind, Dale, you... Pansy. You keep it. I had a full day at school, mate. You forget I'm in year six. I'm 12 years old. I can't just go to the zoo. Let's go. Let's. Does Glasgow have a zoo? Edinburgh's got it's nearby. It's next. Hello, I'm the elephant. What the? Is <laughs> in the. Can't address the elephant in the room. I I'm sorry. I don't. I don't get it. For a pissed year seven, Dale. That was a very astute comedic joke. As will they call me a stupid joke, See, for the sake of the joke, I'm I'm not just any elephant. I'm I'm an Asian elephant. For <laughs> <laughs> the Asian elephants coming over here, yeah, that's, taking that's the right. jobs of our hard-working British elephants that were raised on British uh, soil. That's, that's right. It's me, the Asian elephant. And you can tell because my my ears are significantly smaller than that of the African elephant. Bloody Asian! What benefits are you on? Uh, the benefits of having to exert less heat from my. How many warriors. of my jobs have you had? Uh, no, no, just just been here. I, I was raising, born, raised in captivity. I, I, I was, I was, I was born here. But he's the same time, isn't it? Same all from go You're back all the to where same, you came all from. you elephants. Come back to where you're coming over here with gone. your ears and your trunks and your your your, your face. 
Oh, come on, squirting water. What's wrong with good old-fashioned British water pistol? Honestly, I just, I just want an honest. I just want to sit in a pub, smoke animated cigarettes, and just drink, drink Carling through my trunk. To be honest. You know what, Asian elephant? We're not so different, you and I, except you're Asian, so I don't like you. That, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> Well, Dale, I feel like I almost learned to look past the subtle differences in, in between our cultures. But it looks like I'll never learn. And I thought about learning, but I never then screwed, so I was just versus. Come on, Dale, let's go home. Dale and Pascoe, they don't have time for political correctness. Dale and Pascoe was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Well, that was a thing we did. I, I can't believe we, we I can't. I can't believe we, we watched that. I can't yeah. believe we wasted yeah, that, time. Was, that was shit. God, <laughs> we, that was. Um, yeah, I can't believe someone funded and edited and released and produced and directed and acted and started yeah. and wrote and did the cinematography on that shit episode of Dale and Pasco. Political correctness gone mad. But did you stop being instead of the thing I was making out of paper? Drew, while watching that clip. You know what, Ben? I have noticed how you've you've made a pair of legs and a little penis <laughs> out, of, out of paper. I also uh, noticed I, you make a shirt. I tried to make a shirt, but it wouldn't stick on. I you tried. Kind of attached to I, it. I, I, was try, I was trying to make a whole body of a man standing proud <laughs> with a little paper penis. Yeah, this is great radio content. Like is, a really yeah. uh, erotic ending of Blade Runner. It was, yeah. When, <laughs> when um, Harrison Ford kept dreaming about a, a man with his, his dick with his dick out. Do you remember that, um, that that bit at the end of Blade Runner when Harrison Ford leaves the flat and he's uh, the events of the film have caused him to question his own existence? <laughs> Having a man's outside of his flat with his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, made of paper, just a guy. Like drops of piss in Because <laughs> it time. to come out of penises. <laughs> time. From my experience. To flush. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I'm, I'm 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 really glad that that, that episode ended on a, a Blade Runner piss joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. What what a note to finish on. Yeah. Mm. In association with the new Blade Runner 2048, here's our new joke about piss. Isn't it 2049. <laughs> I don't care what it is. You just crossed your paper. No, my son. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a son as well because it's got a got a dingling. Yeah, that's how gender works. You don't know how he ident- identifies. They need, to, they need to work it out for, for themselves. Ben, it's, it's, it's a paper pair of legs that you've made a crude dick. Yeah. On. Well, no, don't judge it for that. And if you want to see more crude paper legs with dicks on them, then you can visit our website at www.verbaldischarge.com.uk. Oh, oh boy, there's loads of them there's on that lot. site. You should look every page. God boy, oh boy, there's one hidden on every page. <laughs> if, if you can find them all, we'll give you... Um, a Yu-Gi-Oh cereal box prize. Is it like the Usborne Duck, Robbie? I was not going to say it. I knew, I knew you were. I, I knew you were. Because every, every time something like that is I wasn't going to say it. I thought it, but I thought, no, actually, I'm not going to say it this time. More like the and then Ben turns to me and says, is it like the Usborne Duck? More, like the, use, like, the more like the Usborne duck. D- Dick. More like they used that <laughs> joke before, Duck. More like, not the, more like the, the, the used and abused from a day he was born, Duck. <laughs> um, similarly, if you want more stuff, YouTube, why not go there? Subscribe, Verbal Discharge, all of that. I know we made we did this sort of joke about people saying like and subscribe, and now we're doing that. Yeah. But do you know what? We've like and subscribe. Hey guys, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and I'll see you all in the next video. Um, there's also, we have a Patreon now. Um, since we put yeah. up, literally no people. 
yeah. Have to support some Patreon. Give us some money, please. Um, yeah, it would really help us. So we have, I mean, you've seen the last few weeks we've struggled to put things together, um, and it would really help us sort of just going forward and manage to keep this thing running. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a Facebook page um, where you can keep track of us on the social medias. You can find us on there at Verbal Discharge, and you can find us on Twitter if that's your jam at Verb Dish Radio. You can find us on Bebo. You can find us on Habbo Hotel. I was going to say Habbo Hotel. At um, Verb Dish Room. <laughs> find, um, find our, our falling Fernie. Give us your Fernie. Yes. Um, Please. Give, give us rights. Will you give, be, give us rights to your room so we can make, put the sofa in front of the door. Will you be my Habbo GF? Yeah. I got married in Habbo once. Did you? Yeah, I got called down. that's da- legally binding. I got called down for dinner during a wedding ceremony there, so I was, <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I was away from the keyboard the entire time. That Wait, you had an actual wedding ceremony? Yeah, uh, I, don't know, yeah I just got called down for dinner. I remember I had chicken nuggets. <laughs> uh, that's what I had at my wedding reception as well. Yeah. Well, what did your wife think of that? Uh, I never heard from her again. Oh. Uh, well, not she, all marriages. She, 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 she didn't decide to stick by a, a, a vegetable... Fiance, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the cold plate so much. No, the whole no, cold feet so much as a hot plate. But I got it wrong. Nah, it's okay. I thought you were making a cold play joke because you. It wasn't cold play. You didn't get married. Look out the ferny. Look yeah. how it how it falls for you, and you have to sit on it hey, could you say to you, win the ferny. Could you say you're consciously uncoupled? There's a joke about my Coldplay breaking up. Oh. Oh, okay. There we go. That's the sort of note I think we want to end on. That's yeah. the sort of thing we want to produce. That's the thing we do produce. Chris Martin's going on our yeah. show soon. Yeah, he is. Yeah, right? he is. It's going to be really yeah. exciting. Yeah, he's like, going to... How soon is he actually doing it? Tomorrow. Okay, like, tomorrow. We're not, we're not recording, but no, he's coming on the show. Here, yeah. No one else gets to hear it, it just does. It's just our pleasure. We invite do, you know, his, uh, yeah. do you know how he's going to get here as well? How's he going to get here? Um, lights will guide him to the studio. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah. That, that, that implies it's well, his. Can you not just use a sat now? Impli- that implies the studio is his home. The alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> um, Viva la vida. Um, <laughs> death and all his friends. I used to rule the iTunes podcast store. But then, I, but, but I, then I, Kevin. I briefly but then Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. <laughs> but then that never happened again. It was a brief thing. And it's time for, a, ex- at the time. for an exchange. We're, we're all going to appear as guests on Smodcast. And we're going to say, hey, Kevin Smith, why don't you make a good fucking film, you fucking hack? Hey, Clerks <laughs> is good. Yeah. So is what um, else? Dogma. So is Tusk. T- Tusk is <laughs> not really. funny for what it is. Given that it's a film about a man turning into a walrus, it's not bad. Do you know, I can't wait for Kevin Smith to come on his podcast, right, and just start studying all the films we've made. Yeah. No incredibly successful career. And guess, guess what? There's none. So you can't do anything, Kevin Smith. You <laughs> go wear a, a, a big pair of shorts and big long shirt. Yeah, that, like, makes you look really fucking oh, weird. Oh, you Canadian, Kevin Smith. Oh, you Canadian. Go, go, Wouldn't go, I guess that one? Oh, you're going to call your daughter a fucking stupid comic book name, you fucking hack. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> On that note, Ben, final word of D95. (laughs) Fuck you, Kevin Smith. He has made good films. Well, not many of them. (laughs) 